0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America N.A. Member FDIC.
1: New York Game Day with Mike Tannenbaum, Matthias Kiwanuka, and Anita Marks.
2: New York Game Day here on 98.7 ESPN. Anita Marks, Matthias Kiwanuka former giant great Super Bowl winner, uh, joins us here on the program like he does each and every Sunday morning. Of course, we've got Mike Tannenbaum, who will be joining us at 10 a.m. A lot to dive into. How you doing, Kiwi?
0: I'm doing fantastic. How you doing?
2: I'm, I'm all right. It's cold. It's cold up here. <laughs> do you miss it? Do, do, you, do you do? you? I mean, especially around the holidays. Do you do you miss? New York. Yeah,
0: yeah, you do miss it. I, I miss it. I miss um it's it's not just, you know, the season changing, but there's a there's a different type of mentality and energy that comes with being in the city around Christmas time, you know, everybody's about their grind, everybody's working it. You're anticipating the summer, but this is like, you know, it's a hibernation time. It's time to to really get the work done. And for me, the seasons have always been associated with different parts of the football season, right? So you go into it, it's hot, you know, by the time it starts getting really cold, that's when the playoffs are picking up. So this that mindset comes with, you know, just gritting it out and, and going for it, you know. So I miss that part of it. But, uh, you know, you don't have to shovel the heat. So I'll take the good with the bad.
2: <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, happy holidays to everybody out there. The next two weeks are going to be very special um, for for many people. And so um, from all of us here at 98.7 ESP and wishing everybody out there a happy holiday. Uh, New York Game Day uh, brought to you by Sloman's Call eight six six oil DLC. How much you can save this winter on heating oil? Um, let's dive into it, Kiwi, and, and two really huge storylines. And let's let's start with the Jets first and foremost, right? Um, the fact that now Mike White can't start because of the rib injury, so now Zach Wilson is going to get the start. I talked about it on my regular show yesterday. Uh, just the, the pressure that I think is 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 on Zach Wilson. And I'm sure the pressure that he's putting on himself, knowing, you know, not, not that Mike White, you know, like, uh, you know, wowed the world, but mm-hmm. you can—it's it, just evident the, the different style of quarterback play in in what Zach Wilson has been lacking. So, t- talk about, you know, what what pressure you think Zach Wilson is going to be putting on himself uh, today.
0: I, I hope that he understands and is putting the pressure on himself not just to play well because that's a given right everybody every football player knows you have to go out there and you have to perform and that's what you're judged first and foremost but i hope during this time period he's understood or gotten made to understand that his presence in the locker room the way that he goes about conducting his business his attention to detail and then accepting responsibility you know you're thrust into the quarterback position at the the biggest stage but you don't You don't have to play football if you don't want what comes along with it especially at that position you don't have to take it there are other routes and no one's going to look down on you for 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 saying that so the expectations are always going to be there for his play but I'm hoping that the the pressure he's putting on himself is to to stand up be accountable to go out there and to communicate effectively and try to win over the hearts of his teammates it's no longer about how we view him on the outside we're we're looking at him we've seen him go through his ups and downs and if he comes back and comes back and plays well we'll accept him but his teammates are the ones who are watching him day in and day out and that's going to carry with him his reputation is going to carry with him for the rest of his career you know the coaching staff that that's there that's watching him will all go to other teams and some of those players will go to other teams and some people are going to be in a position to have uh, you know decision making power over his future career at some point so he's got to stand up be accountable, be a leader of men and go out there and perform but communicate and and command respect in the huddle.
2: You know, I, again I talked about it yesterday. I just I feel like, you know, there's two type of athletes out there, right? There's ones that are so scared of failing. They put so much pressure on themselves, but yet at the end of the day they're they're so they're scared because they're so scared of failing. And then there's other athletes that are out there that you know if I fail, so what? Pick myself up, brush myself off, and <laughs> and continue. And and because of that, um, you know I, I feel that they they play better. I feel you know what I, you know what I'm saying? Like you know it's I know like, exactly uh, what you mean. Exactly, exactly. And so I just I played I I play with some
0: guys who. Who's who seemingly like just nothing fazed them, you know, they go out there and make a play. All right. Oh, well. And it just, they just keep going back out there, going back out there. And then I've also played with guys who, you know, before the game, they want to ask you a million questions. You know, what do we do about this? And it's like, Hey, you got to calm down. Cause the whole, the, 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 concept of paralysis by analysis is something that that affects a lot of people. You know, anxiety is a real issue. And when you get to that level and everybody's watching, it's easy to get caught up in, in, you know, all of that. But at the end of the day, you still got to be able to play. So you got to take a little bit of both. You got to be, you know, nervous and anxious enough to prepare correctly, but you also got to be cool enough to just, you know, if you make a bad play, let it go.
2: Exactly, exactly. And 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 you know, I, I'm I'm really, I'm really curious what what Zach Wilson we're gonna get today because I do believe that the oh. pressure is there, right? And reports were when he was told he was being benched, he cried. Uh, in, in Robert Sala's office. He was very emotional. I, I think we all mm-hmm. would be, right? And so, um, mm-hmm. you know, the, the Jets going out and drafting him number two overall, you know, obviously there's an expectation there uh, for, for him and this organization. I just, I think the pressure, here's the thing, Kiwi, where I'm, where I'm going with this is I just think the pressure is going to be immense today. And mm-hmm. I, use the, I, use, I use this phrase, true athlete. And I just feel that true athletes um like uh just devour this 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 opportunity, right? And they're just right. like, I got I right. like I got this. And maybe, maybe at the end of the day they don't, but <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like like I we don't know what the yeah. outcome's gonna be. And and here's another thing. I'm not expecting know. Zach Wilson to go out there and throw for 350 yards and five touchdowns. That's not what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like you said, better preparation, reading the defense is better, being more accurate with your ball, throwing wide receivers open, um, knowing, knowing when to uh, run out of bounds, knowing when to throw the ball out of bounds, like just playing smarter football, playing better football, being a better quarterback. That's what I'm talking about, yep. okay? It's, it's not about the stats. That's not what I'm referring to. And I just, you know, I, I, I wonder what, what quarterback he will be today and and will he embrace this that's the word i was looking for will he embrace this moment in in a very positive and aggressive way that's what i that's what i'm curious about right
0: yeah yeah absolutely i'm i'm curious about that too and sometimes you also remember sometimes that that tough guy mentality or that tough exterior where some guys just look as though they don't care they're nonchalant and it just nothing can faze them sometimes that's a defense mechanism you, know, you just said he was crying in the office and it's this is obviously important to him and maybe he doesn't understand the full gravity of of you know having this this opportunity right now because he's so young but I know players and to get to this level you have to struggle a lot and you have to go through a lot and you have to you know perform a lot so you know sometimes that that tough exterior is just a, a, a defense mechanism against you know that what you're saying which is like the pressure the overwhelming amount of pressure that's that's put on somebody so this is a sink or swim moment for him i believe um and this tag or whatever comes out of this you know we'll either forget about the fact that he was benched or we're gonna be talking about how he never should have came back you know after this game 800-919-3776.
2: 800 919 I know a few Jets fans want to chime in here. So, again, some big storylines. Zach Wilson, obviously, starting for the Jets. Also, you've got a Lions offense with golf coming to town. Uh, they have, the since I want to say since week 10, they have the sixth best offense in the NFL going up against the Jets defense, which is top five in the NFL. So, I'm really excited for this matchup. Aren't you?
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. I I think you have to take um, Detroit seriously. You have to take what they have been doing and, you know, try to scrub the the recent memory of years past out and and realize that this is a, this is a team that can come in here and can do some damage and can beat you. And they're, they're looking to win. They're not just coming out here, you know, like going to try their best. Like they, they have taken on the persona of their coach and they're coming in to do some damage.
2: Yeah, and their coach, Dan Campbell, I, I think has has had a phenomenal season. That's yeah. for sure. As for the Giants, they're in the driver's seat because the uh, Seattle Seahawks lost on Thursday night to the 49ers. If the Giants beat the Commanders tonight, Kiwi, they have like a 80 to 90% chance that they're going to go to the postseason, which is tremendous. Um, I'm hearing that Saquon Barkley had one of his best weeks of practice in quite a while. He's feeling great. Um, back to his true form, at least what we saw in, in towards the beginning in, in, of the season. Um, Leo Williams is back. Uh, your, your thoughts and and what's the mindset right now is, is this team is in Washington and, and knowing that this this is this is this is a playoff game. This is going to be a playoff atmosphere tonight, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, absolutely it is. I think these divisional games are always, you know, something to to look at on the schedule and be like, hey, listen, we we have to take this game seriously because regardless of where we are, you know, in the standings, they're going to come and give us their best game. But now given the fact that they haven't played anybody else between these two meetings, it ended in a tie, you know, teams are both looking to, to, you know, create a a new, um, not regime, but, you know, a new – uh, experience for for everybody in that in that locker room. I think the the onus has to be on every veteran player who, who's out there to go out there and make sure that they're you know conducting themselves and playing with the right mindset because this is a game that can propel you into the playoffs and set you up for a run. So it's not just hey we got to win this again in the playoffs. Like this is the beginning of our playoff run. Robert Half
1: research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.
3: Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. New York game day
1: with Mike Tannenbaum, Matthias Kiwanuka and Anita Marks.
2: Let's go to Ira. Ira, welcome in. How you doing? Good morning.
4: Hey, Hey, good morning, Anita. Good morning, Matthias. Uh, Looking forward to this game playoff atmosphere. Um, Listen, before I get to Zach, uh, this is a game, you know, both teams have volume for the playoffs here. The, the Lions are for real. That offense has really hit, hit their stride. I think the G- Jets defense is up for it. Um, I think the loss of Corner Williams uh, is, is going to affect them a little. But I think Solid's going to dial up some stuff. They'll get some pressure on Goff. But at the end of the day, here is they need to run the, the ball. LaFleur, I'm sorry, he hung out white to dry in Buffalo. They went at the empty backfield. He got beat up back there. They cannot do that to Zach. If Zach's said to have any success whatsoever, I'd like to see, you know, max protection, maybe two running backs in the backfield at a time, you know, spread the ball out short. Safe throws and run the ball. And as for the pressure for Zach, listen, you're a professional athlete, and I get it. Everybody reacts differently. But this is a big moment for him, and we're going to learn a lot. You know, Does he have it upstairs in his head or he doesn't? And you know what? I can't answer that question, but the bottom line is you just go out there, do what the team asks you to do. The, The key to me is not to play from behind, because if they go down two scores, I don't think Zach Williams is the guy to get him over the hump.
2: Uh, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Um, let's go to Nick in Connecticut. Nick, you're up. Welcome in. Oh, hear me? Yeah. Hi, Nick. Good morning.
1: Hi. Right. Right, thank you. Thank you. I just want to say, if Zach Wilson plays like crap today on Detroit Lions, at what point do the Jets think maybe they got to look for a new quarterback? Because I feel like even though with a second round pick, at a certain point, the Jets have to admit that they he may not be the future guy. Maybe he's already hit a ceiling, and it's just it's kind of frustrating watching him because he allows – you know, they played good in some reps, but then when it comes to game time, I like got Patriots game, both of them, he played like absolute garbage. At what point did the Jets say, you know what? We messed up picking him number two. We got to find another quarterback. Who knows? Maybe might yeah. White's the future.
2: You know, Nick, Nick, it's a good question. And here's the thing, Kiwi. I, I think they, in my opinion, I, I think they already kind of know in the building uh, yeah. where they're at with, with Zach Wilson. And, so, so there, so there's, there were some reports out there that this was Jody and um, and Woody Johnsons uh, wanting Zach Wilson to get back into action and wanting him to start and play again. Mm. Um, not that, not that Mike White is is you know I'm, I'm sure his his ribs are, you know it's risky for him to be out there. There's no denying that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if there was no Zach Wilson, I, I, my gut's telling me that Mike White would play today. But mm. th- that's neither here nor there. Here's the thing: if if Robert Sala, who we know is a defensive-minded coach, says to you guys, "Hey, we're, we're, you you we, you have you you're playing on a defense, Kiwi that's that's top five in the NFL, arguably top three. Okay, mm. and you know you've got a gr- you've got a great chance of making it to the postseason." But you know that Zach Wilson is just god awful, and chances are you're not going to make it there with him. But mm-hmm. you know that Mike White, because you're at practice, right? You're at practice. Yep. You see what's going on. You know that you know that Mike White and Joe Flacco are better than than, um, than Zach Wilson. Aren't you? Aren't you going to be like, you know, Robert? What's Coach Sala? What's going on? Like here we Absolutely. are, blood, 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 sweat, and tears. We're Absolutely. giving all on defense, and and you're gonna you're gonna throw out there a quarterback who we know is not as good and we don't have the best chance to win with him. Like, you know, there's a conflict of interest there, I think, for Salah as opposed to Joe D and the suits who aren't around the players all the time, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. It's incredibly frustrating. And even as a uh, an older player or, even, or as a retired player, you can understand that there's a, a business side attached to it. It doesn't mean that you have to like it. And doesn't mean that you're not going to be very upset, and you know, to the point where you have to walk up and talk to your coach, man to man, and say, "Hey, listen, like, if you, if you're preaching all this stuff year round about meritocracy and the best person for the job, you know, um, is going to play because that's what's mentioned at every other position. That's what you're saying when you when you make a change that the media doesn't necessarily um, harp on and talk about. That's what we're saying during training camp when you're trying to get, you know, guys who establish themselves already to come out there and practice and play. So. If, if it's not true, then we have some, we have some conversations that we need to have because I'm going out there risking life and limb, not life, but I'm going out there and risking my, my body and my career and, you know, my future earning potential. And you're making decisions that are obviously going to set us back. So it's it's very it's a very difficult place that Robert Sala has found himself in if he doesn't have the, the final say or the control over who's actually going to go in there because I do believe you know that he's the kind of guy that you could take at his word and say you know he, because he's been around the game and because of the way that he conducts himself personally he wants what's best for this team but he doesn't always have the last say and that's that's very difficult but he yeah, as a player you don't want to hear that. All you, all you want to hear is listen we're going out there to try to win a championship this is a quarterback that's going to give us the best chance to play you know to the highest of our potential and then try to win anything else is unacceptable
2: I, I, I so so really quick and and we'll take a break i want to come back i want to still continue to talk about the the Giants and the jets um and and we do have um rich samini who's going to be joining us in the next segment uh but uh, so i was i was covering a super bowl one time kiwi and of course as you know super bowl media night media day it's it's become a big event and mm-hmm. and uh tom brady was there and so they were asking him you know where do you get your motivation from and he shared the story that uh draft day first day came and went right and he wasn't drafted mm-hmm. second day um i want to say like the second day i think i think f- draft day you how it used to be i think it was like the first four rounds were on saturday Mm. and then the and then and then the five through seven were on sunday i think that's how it used to be so you know round five came and went still wasn't drafted so he's like screw it i'm I'm gonna go he's like he had to excuse himself went into his bedroom because he was with his mom his dad his folks and took out a a big long legal pad and started writing down other career choices Mm. accountant investment consultant like you know went to Michigan a lot of connections right in business Mm -hmm. so um and was sitting there and writing you know like a laundry list of like so football's not for him nobody wants him so what else can he do and he got a knock on his door and it was his mom and he's like hey the Patriots just drafted you in the sixth round (laughs) and so he said he kept that piece of paper and that piece of paper is extra motivation for him um Mm -hmm. You know, and and so you know. Listen, I, I know you and I have had the conversation in regards to the greatest of all time. Uh, I, I can't stand that conversation when it comes to team <laughs> sports, uh, because he he would not have had the, the number of Super Bowls that he has um, won if it wasn't for the Patriots' defense. Uh, but mm-hmm. he, neither here nor there, uh, you 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 can't deny that he is probably the hardest, one of the hardest working athletes ever in the history of mm-hmm. sports. And and I think I think th- in him sharing that story. Um, is, is a big part of his motivation.
0: Uh-huh. And it shows where his, his mindset was. He was trying to be successful in whatever he did. He's already making, mm-hmm. you know, backup plans on on draft day if it doesn't work out. So I agree with you. You know, the I, and I and I do understand what you're saying about the greatest football player ever. It's a team sport. If you put him at center, is, is, is he still the greatest football player ever? Um, it's, it's or very if you difficult. put him
2: on the Cleveland Browns, is he going to be True. the greatest football player ever? No, he's not. True. Playing in the AFC North, forget about it. No way. <laughs> I I don't I don't understand the conversation but that's neither here nor there Uh, we're gonna take a quick break we come back Rich Samini is gonna join us next Um, of course uh, we'll hear from Rich how is how is you know the vibe around the team been uh, with Zach Wilson of course starting we'll find out more next right here on New York game day ninety eight point seven ESPN
3: now let's talk about the play of the week the pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team Again, try Jet's signature eight corner pizza and get five dollars off with code Eight Save. That's the number eight S A V E. Jet's Pizza, better because it has to be.
1: New York Game Day with Mike Tannenbaum, Matthias Kiwanuka, and Anita Marks.
2: And it is now time for our Inside the Numbers on New York Game Day, brought to you by Eisner Amper. And Rich Samini joins us now. Rich, welcome in. Good morning. Happy holidays to you and yours. How you doing?
1: Great. Happy holidays to you guys. Uh, looking forward to uh, a big game, a big December game for the Jets.
2: Absolutely. And, and let's start with the biggest storyline, and that is uh, Zach Wilson starting again. Uh, what, what has this week been like at practice? How is the team and his teammates responding to this news?
1: Well, it was a surprise, I mean, from a media perspective, because the Jets gave every indication all week that Mike White would be starting this week. Robert Sala saying as, as late as Wednesday that, you know, we're preparing as if Mike is the guy. And then, of course, they uh, pulled the switcheroo on Friday. So uh, it was an odd week with the Jets and their quarterbacks, but we've been down this road before. And quite honestly, I don't know how the players are going to respond to this. I, I think clearly they were in Mike White's camp. I mean, he had won over the locker room without question, and just by his play on the field, by his leadership off the field, and so now they're going back to Zach Wilson. and And I heard you guys talking earlier about the pressure on Zach Wilson. Now he was asked that question on Friday, and and of course he shrugged it off. He goes, "Look, the worst has already happened to me, you know, meaning that he got benched. So I'm just going to go out and have fun." That's easy to say that, but mm-hmm. there is an enormous amount of pressure on him. He could be playing for his jets future over these next few games, so there is pressure on him
0: mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, he could be playing for his his career future in my opinion, and I said earlier that you know sometimes that tough exterior is a defense mechanism when somebody doesn't want their true self to be seen. And I think in this situation, you know if he does get to the point where he's comfortable and can put him, his true self out there, he might benefit in terms of gaining some respect from his peers in the locker room. so let's talk about that. What is the feel? in the locker room you talked about you, you alluded to it when you came in about you know playing a meaningful game in December you know and how exciting that is to, for Jets fans but then you also have this quarterback controversy that is got to be at the forefront of everybody's minds. so which way are they leaning is it, is it more excitement or is it more concern for you know what's going on in the quarterback situation
1: well I mean I think there's a sense of urgency in the locker room especially coming off two losses I mean, two tough road losses to good teams. So they know players look at the standings, their scoreboard watching. They know the importance of this game. I mean, if I took a poll uh, of 53 players, Wilson versus White, you know, I don't think there's any question that White would win. But the Jets, I mean, you've been there, Kiwi. I mean, you want to win the game. You want to stay in the playoff race. So they're going to support Zach Wilson. The one concern I have with Wilson, just getting back to the whole pressure thing, is uh, you know, he knows – I mean, he wasn't Mr. Popularity about a month ago when he got benched. He knows how the locker room felt about him. And you have to wonder, in the back of his mind, is he going to try to play outside himself to do something to win back their respect? Is he going to make a foolish play and take on a tackler instead of running out of bounds? He did that in the preseason, and he hurt his knee. Is he going to try to force a ball into a tight window when he should be taking the check down? That's kind of the stuff that got him in trouble earlier in the year. So you just have to wonder if he's going to try to too hard to win back the respect of his teammates. And it, it's a fascinating dynamic today. They're playing a red-hot team. And so it, it's just going to be so many storylines today.
2: Just out of curiosity, Rich, um, Joe Flacco's the backup, right? Correct. Okay. Uh, so let's just say, hypothetically speaking, uh, Zach starts struggling long leash short leash what what do you anticipate to happen
1: i mean i think everything's on the table i mean they're trying to win a football game they're trying to stay in the race they don't want to go to 500 they don't want to lose three in a row Uh, so i I wouldn't rule anything out today Uh, i think they'll Call a fairly conservative game for Zach. I think they'll really lean on the running game. Detroit's had some issues on defense. Although their defense has been better lately, you know, they've had some issues all around. They're ranked 30th in pass defense. Uh, you would think that they would be vulnerable through the air. I'm really curious to see how Mike LaFleur calls this. But yes, Joe Flacco is the backup. He hasn't played in a while, not counting last week's disaster. I mean, he saw how that worked out, and I'm sure that's in the back of Robert Sala's mind, that if he puts him back there, you know, he's basically a statue. And so at least Zach Wilson affords you the dimension of being able to move away from the pass rush. So I look for a conservative game plan, really leaning on Bam Night today to try to take some pressure off Zach Wilson.
2: I'm sorry, really quick, Kiwi. Um, I just want to ask one more question to, to Rich, and that is there was some some, some talk and speculation this week, that this decision, that really, if, if if Mike White had to go, he could, that this decision is more with the ownership and Joe D. Any any truth to that or no?
1: Well, the whole thing is kind of fishy to begin with, just because mm-hmm. of the way the Jets presented it all week. So unless the, either they were completely misleading us in the name of gamesmanship to try to keep the Lions in the dark, or there was some stuff going on behind the scenes. Now, I know this. If Robert Sala had had the decision, Mike White would be playing today. I mean, there is no doubt that Mike White is his quarterback. I think he was going to ride Mike White for the rest of the year. The way the Jets presented it to the media was that this was not Robert Sala's decision. This was a medical decision. He does have two fractured ribs. I mean, that is a fact. He does have two fractured ribs, and White did tell the media that he went to approximately 10 different doctors on his own to try to get clearance and could not. So does Woody Johnson have a say in all this? He absolutely does, because he's the owner. I mean, he can do whatever he wants. Uh, so, and I, as I've said in the past on my podcast, maybe here on the show as well, he does tend to meddle. So I, I would not be surprised at all if he was exerting his influence in this, but the fact of the matter is the player does have two fractured ribs and he could not get clearance from a doctor. So essentially taking it out of Robert
0: Sala's hands. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely taken out of his hands. And, but if we talked about it, like that's gotta, it's gotta cause some frustration within the people who are within that organization. It's almost like, Oh, we hear the hear jet, the Jets again, you know, like bad decision. And now, you know, you know, bad management of you know player and personnel and all this and that so um just you know just very disappointing um but but this this little lo and behold this still is a winnable game you know i saw your tweet about you know how golf is a very different quarterback at home versus away and how he's been unsuccessful against the afc east talk to me about that like why has why has golf been so bad against the um, afc east and is there something there that you know can be taken advantage of this week
1: yeah, you're right, uh, Kiwi. He's one in nine lifetime against the AFC East. That's tied for the worst uh, quarterback record against a single division since 2002. I also believe uh, Jacoby Brissett is one in nine. Uh, and so, and he's, look, Jared Goff's a warm weather quarterback. He's an indoor quarterback. He played at Cal, he played at Los Angeles, and now he's playing indoors at Fort Field. He's got 22 touchdown passes this year, 20 of them have been at Ford Field. He's only got two on the road. So he's a different quarterback. I think the Jets would probably wish the temperature were a little bit lower today. I think it'll probably be in the high 30s around kickoff. Um, you know, he's a different quarterback when the temperature is under 40. So but he's playing really well this year. I think he's re- rediscovered his game with this Detroit offense. He's got some really good weapons. They've got a two-headed monster in the backfield. And they have quite possibly the best offensive line in the league. That's, I know that's how the Jets coaches feel. They feel this Detroit offensive line is really good. And we don't we haven't mentioned Quinn and Williams yet. I'd like to throw in a little note on him. I think there's a, a chance he does not play today. He is listed as questionable. The Jets are going to give him a pregame workout just to see where he's at. Uh, I think the, from the people I've been checking in with, I think the odds are that he won't play out of respect for Quentin, he's probably the best player on the team. And out of respect for the importance of this game, they're going to exhaust every last option to see if he can play. So they will test him before the game. So he's not out yet. It's going to be tough. But if he's out, that takes away your interior pass rush against Jared Goff. That's a big loss for the Jets.
2: Again, Rich Semini joining us here on uh, on on New York Game Day, ninety eight point seven ESPN. Rich, before we let you go, uh, give us what? How do you feel this game is going to play out today?
1: Well, I picked the Jets to win twenty three sixteen, and I'm basing that on just uh, some of Goff's struggles on the road. I think Detroit's playing over their head just a little bit. The, the Detroit corners, um, their two and three, are I think vulnerable. So I think. Things can be had there in the passing game. And I think the Jet. I don't think Detroit has faced a defense as good as the Jets. Now, I know they did play Buffalo on Thanksgiving. Uh, but I think this Jet defense will win the day. And I think you'll probably see some ugly passing numbers from Zach Wilson. But I think he'll do enough to get through the Jets just to keep them alive for another week.
2: Appreciate it. Always great to uh, hear you on the show, Rich. Thank you so much. Enjoy the game later on this afternoon. Again, that's Inside the Numbers, uh, brought to you by Eisner Amper. Eisner Amper, a leading global business advisory firm, can help you design a winning game plan for your business moving forward together. Learn more at EisnerAmper.com. And again, just another reminder, Rich mentioned his podcast, Flight Deck. Make sure you check that out each and every week. We come back. It's time for Kiwi's Keys to the Game. What do the Jets need to do? In order to beat the Detroit Lions today, stay tuned and find out. We'll also continue with your calls, 800-919-3776. We'll be right back.
3: Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for
1: details. New York Game Day with Mike Tannenbaum, Matthias Kiwanuka, and Anita Marks.
2: Time for Kiwi to bring the keys to the game. Get
1: ready for Kiwi's keys to the game.
2: All right, Matthias. Give us uh, the keys to the game for the Jets. What do they need to do in order to beat the Lions today?
0: Yeah, this this one is, is really simple. You know, these keys come down to getting good play out of the quarterback position and at this point it doesn't matter who's there. The the Jets defense is top five in every statistical category that, that means anything and there's six in points allowed. And So the only thing I can put on the defense this this week is they need to keep the they need to keep it under 17 points. So right now they're giving up 18 points, seven points a game, which is you know, it's, which is great to be in. But if they want to win this game, they're going to have to help their offense out a little more. So real quick, the keys are they have to get great play out of the quarterback position. Zach Wilson has to command this offense. He has to be accountable. He has to be able to get points on the board when they need them. They need them to. They need to be able to run the ball effectively. And the decent, the defense needs to do exactly what they've been doing, but just take it up one more notch and keep them underneath 17 points. So. Quarterback play, run the ball, and defense keep doing what they're doing.
1: New York game day with Mike Tannenbaum, Matthias Kiwanuka, and Anita Marks.